The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Welcome to episode five of Your Average Ordinary. I'm your host, Dan Torres. I am so happy to have my boy Matt back with me this week. I am. What's up, dude? What's up? I missed you last week. I missed you too. I told you off air, but you were definitely supposed to be my only male representation with Dom and Julie being in there. Yeah. It It was good. And and they're, you know, they're people that are really close with me, obviously. (laughs) So it was easy to do that with them. So it it was a good week for it. But you had a good week. I did. I did. I uh, I relaxed. I I did. Uh oh. Uh, I did no podcasting at all last week. Oh just wow. Back. I just did everything the week before. Doubled up, and I was like, okay, I can go home. I can hang out with the wife. I can sleep before work. I caught up on a lot of things. It was really nice. That's awesome. So, Good for you. Thanks. You definitely deserve Thank you. that. Thank man. you. We got uh, the numbers in for last month. You did. This week. Congratulations. And I want to take a second to thank. We had 1,500 listeners in our first month of this podcast, and that was way, way better than I expected. So everybody that's taken the time to listen and continues to listen, thank you so much. I appreciate it. We're only going to go further and get better from here. I have so many things planned for future episodes that will just be fun to listen to, and I'm just looking forward to continuing Absolutely. This. I mean, that, congratulations. When I first got into podcasting, like some of my numbers were like 100s, 200s, 300s if I was lucky. Right. And like the fact that you're – I mean, one, it's, a lo- it's pretty much a localized show. Yeah. It's pretty much a localized show. Fif- you got to think about this too. I don't know if I explained the numbers to you. It's fifteen hundred people listening at least once. Right. So, you know that's really outstanding for, mm-hmm. for what you're doing. So congratulations on that. That's a good start, and you know just keep at it. Just Thank keep, you, man. Just keep chipping away. Keep and I appreciate hard. you. I've told you that multiple times, but you're <laughs> awesome. For you're this, making me blush. It. You're making me turn red. It could be the meat <laughs> sweats from working and doing stuff in the precinct, but uh, you make me blush. Thank yeah. you. So I said at the end of last week that we were going to have my cousin Natalie in last week as our first uh, family member guest of mine on the show. Um, unfortunately, Natalie is a busy woman. She's got plenty of obligations, some of them we were going to get to on the show. So she's going to come another week. But in the meantime, I am so excited for this episode. He was supposed to come on in a couple of weeks, and he graciously is coming on tonight while we're recording not only is he uh, one of my former co-workers and my cousin, but I consider him like a little brother to me just because of all the history we have and how close we've been through our, our entire lives. I don't want to waste any more time, and I want to l- let him get to talking. Tyler Brown, ladies and gentlemen. The how, prodigy. How is it going? <laughs> Good, buddy. I'm, I'm going to start this off by popping up. I, I got... So Tyler's a huge, 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 huge Travis Scott fan. It doesn't even cover it. It do- Yeah, that doesn't even cover it enough. Like, it, we're both obsessed with him, but Tyler's way more obsessed with him than I am. And he got me the Cacti uh, hard seltzer of his, which I haven't tried yet. So it tastes like it, it is. It it is, is, it is, is very oh, you're about to try drink. it now. I'm about to try it now. Let me see. 
crack this bitch open. Does it taste like a cactus? Oh, that's not bad. That's not bad at all. You have the strawberry, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, a lot of the seltzers taste kind of bland with the citrus in it. Julie likes to describe it as as, as it's like someone's drinking a seltzer and someone else is yelling different fruit names in the other room. <laughs> I have always explained seltzer as just drinking TV static. Yeah. <laughs> that's all it's ever been to me. Yeah, that's pretty that's pretty much exactly it. I couldn't have described that any better myself, honestly. <laughs> How you been, dude? Um, I've been quite all right, my friend. Good. I have uh I don't know. I mean, I I haven't done anything too interesting. I think I've just been living life. Yeah, I think we've been saying like everybody during the pandemic has had to adapt and just kind of like chill and take time to themselves. Has that been like good, bad for you, like Somewhere I, in the middle. It has been fine for me. I I mean, I've, I'm used to that. I'm used to just chilling. You know, that's probably my favorite thing to do. I've doing, been doing a lot of gaming. Yeah. Quite a lot. What have you been playing? <clears throat> um, A bunch of uh, Apex. Apex yep. Legends. Um, oh, you kids and your online games. <laughs> I've been playing some... Uh, <laughs> Some Call of Duty zombies. Zombies. I've been um, I've been busting out on Outbreak a lot too. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I recently, just today actually, it just came out. I got um, what what is it called? I can't even think of the game anymore. <laughs> Whatever. It'll come back to you. Yeah. Um, it's it's that lazy Susan brain. You know how like you have the like rotator on the center of a kitchen table. It just like comes around, goes around. That's how it goes, man. Yeah. <laughs> But Apex has been good. You've been getting dubs in Apex or like teams, solos. What you been doing with that? Um, I've been doing usually if I'm just solo, I'll play duos and just find a random. Nice. Um, but I do have two separate teams of friends that I play with, so yeah, we run it. I have my casual team and then I have my tryhard team. So that's always good with that. My friends are nothing but tryhards, <clears> so it's it, it gets somewhat annoying sometimes, but it pushes you to just get that much better at it too. Like I'm definitely the weakest one on the team, but. It's fun to be able to, like, grow with it and, like, learn different strategies and stuff. I fucking, I need to get on Apex because I can't be on Warzone anymore, dude. Dude, I told you this. I tried to um, re-download Warzone, and as you know, I recently got the PS5. Yeah. So I've been super used to, like, Call of Duty uh, Cold War that you can blast the FOV. Yep. And so I tried to go back to Warzone, and you can't blast the FOV, so it feels like my gun is stuck in my mouth, and I can't. <laughs> I can't run around and kill anybody. <laughs> that, yeah, that's not a place you want yeah. a gun in any I feel sense like I'm, of the word. I feel like I'm biting the, the barrel. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> a lot, yeah, it's it's not a good environment. And it just doesn't help that they've had the same map for over a year now. They haven't done shit with it. They haven't added new modes. They haven't done they haven't done anything. Dude, Apex has three maps. <sighs> Maybe four. I think I nah, I think it's three. I gotta get on that. It's fun, dude. I in the past month or two that I've been playing like real hardcore, I've gotten so much better. Yeah, I used to just be average, and now I consider myself like a higher average player. It's, yeah, I it's think nice. you're really good. I gotta download that. I'm I'm so bad with exploring new video games and doing like shit that's out of my comfort zone. Like I find something and I'll play it over <clears> and over <throat> and over and over again. So I'm, I'm like, I can attest to that. I I I've just can't just rebeat. Resident Evil 4 for probably the 20th time in my <laughs> lifetime. 
All right. It I'm the same way. It's hard. It's like oh, I don't know. I'm just yeah. gonna, I know this. I, I, I'm gonna go play this. I enjoyed this. That's how when like when I had Steve on a couple of weeks ago. That's one of the reasons he plays like those nostalgic games because like some of them he really knows and some of them he doesn't. Like I told him uh, recently, if I wanted to play Spyro Two right now, I could beat it in eight hours. Right. Like I I just know that game like the back of my hand because. As a kid, I played it so many times. It, it just it, now I played it so many times. It's one of those things you could just constantly go. You back know what to. you should start doing is um, speed running that. Oh yeah, I really yeah. should start beating your times, man. Yeah, I think I tried it the one time, and I think eight and a half is what I got to. So I got to beat eight and a half. We're like, getting a capture card. One of my friends is sending me a capture card. So if you want to start doing game streaming, ooh, we have the capabilities to do it. That'd be fun. Ah, that's something I'm going to consider. Would you be down for that? <laughs> that would be probably really interesting. Yeah. I've never delved into streaming. I mean, I have, like, when it was, like, an in-console function of the PS4. Yeah. Where it was, like, just start streaming. But, like, you know, I never pushed it anywhere. Right. But yeah. That, I, I feel like with the games I play now, I could That's something stream. you would definitely be really good at, I think, if you got into it. Because you're a good gamer and you play really interesting stuff. Like, even if you did, like, a Pokemon <clears throat> game alone... You would be able to like know everything about that. Yeah, Tyler hey, beat. We got Pokemon uh, Stadium out here. Tyler beat the newest Pokemon game like faster than I saw anybody beat. What it. Sword and Shield? Uh yeah, yeah. You have Sword, right? Yes, I have I've sword. been working on Sword for the longest. It's hard for again. It's one of those things where it's like, oh, it's so much easier for me to get into the older games. I beat right. the, what I know. I beat the add-ons too, the DLCs. So, oh no, kid it. I know he got through all of it. We were in. I remember one day specifically, and I, I think I just told you this recently too, but we were driving to Rochester for a job at work, and uh, it was my day to drive, so I'm driving out, and he's got his switch, and he's just like, <laughs> he's busting through it, he's going, he's going like super hard or whatever, and then we're driving back, we only had like a couple of houses out there, and we're driving back, and he's like, well, I did everything there is to do in this game and, like, just put it down. I was like, are you serious? You just got this, like, five days ago. Like, how the, how the fuck – how did you go through this already? Dude, Pokemon has, like, devolved into such, like, a little kid's game, which is sad, that it's so easy now. Yeah, like, that is true. If you look back to, like, the, the old ones – and I'm not saying, like, super old, but I'm saying, like, Diamond and Pearl, which are, like, the ones that I remember the most. Yeah. That's what I grew up with. And they're my favorite. Those ones are hard, man. Like, Those ones are really hard. You get your ass whooped in like the third gym for no reason. Yeah. And like Sword and Shield, you could just pick one Pokemon and run a train on every single yeah. gym that's ever existed. <laughs> even the originals, like even the originals, are very challenging because like the whole leveling up process takes forever. Yeah. They're very skimpy with experience points. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of gr- grinding. You're probably like battling leveling up Pokemon for at least one and a half to two hours just. Trying to get past the next gym. Well, I remember yeah. you used to have to swap out into your first uh, your first slot yep. to get yeah. XP to your like Pokemon. If, if you wanted to evolve a Metapod, you started off with the Metapod, and then you had to switch it out. So And then you had to switch it out yep. and then switch it back. So yep. that, yeah. Crazy. I know. And, that was so, and it was so hard. It was way more challenging. You're right when it was <laughs> like that. But, like, I feel like you've mastered all of them, though. Like, your Pokemon Go game is, like one of the best i've ever seen not like, anymore man i've i've slacked so much in that game dude. oh come on you were so good i have it still i i still mess around on it but i'm nowhere near you'd be texting me every day got a shiny this got a shiny that like i know dude i was killing it what happened <laughs> I, don't, I don't know dude it's it's not working for shady anymore i think that's what it yeah is. yeah not out into random ass places <laughs> the fucking furthest corners of new york 
Yeah, the the houses nobody wanted to touch. Surprised we didn't go out to New York fucking city and work in the sewers. We went to like some weird ass place. Do you remember that one day we drove out to Alfred for like it was like Oh, a, there's nothing out there. Dude, there's nothing. We have oh, three yeah, like houses. right by the university. Yeah, dude. Like right by Alfred State University. Do you remember? <laughs> it was like the first house we had, the closest one was a two hour and forty five minute drive. And we're just like, what the we were like, are you serious? And we got there, and it was like a winterization, so it took 15 minutes to do. Yeah, I know. So like, Well, it took 15 minutes for us to fake it. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> we never did shit. We never did shit over it. The right way, at least. We the did right shit, way. But we, yeah. As long as we were making it work, we were making it work. You know, that that's how it goes. Fake it till you make it, baby. <laughs> fake it till you make it. It's the fucking motto of the Brown family. I'm telling you that one. It's the best. We come from... Um, for those listening outside of my friends and family, we come from a family of like 40 cousins and like eight aunts and uncles, like all married, all in the area. So we have like That's this awesome. gigantic, eh, it's, it is, it's a disgustingly huge family. Till you're trying to like book a venue for something yeah, or like make a guest list fair. for your wedding. You try to, and like, you, you try to sign up anything for like a family reunion, dude. It's like, Trying to book the whole Super Bowl into like <laughs> fucking Wendy's, yeah. I, I I can relate. That's cool though. Cause like I don't know, cousins are they always say cousins are your your first best friends. I love it. Yeah, they were they were my you know my cousins were my best friends for you know throughout the high school a little bit afterwards and then you know we kind of all went our separate ways. But I, I think the bigger the family, the better. Yeah, to be honest with you. And I definitely have cousins that I'm like really close. Tyler's one of them that's I'm super close with. Then there's um my cousin Vincent I'm close with. Um, my cousin Nick, I was close with, but we will get to that. Uh, Eli, Adam, uh, my cousin Andrew, I'm getting a better relationship with. So, like, I grew up with a bunch of family that was right around my age range. And then Tyler is a year older than my younger brother and then two years older than my other one. Right. So they were always around yeah, each I'm, other. Yeah, I'm right in the middle of everyone. So mm-hmm. I'm good with, like, Adam and Eli, and then I'm good with, like, Ben and, like, you know, mark those so yeah i'm right in the middle to where i can be friends and you know be cool and have the same similarities between like both separate age groups yeah do you think it's weird how close we are with like family as far as like doing family reunions all the time and like cookouts and like things like that i feel like people don't see their extended family as much as we do i think with a family this big it's almost necessary yeah because there can be some people in your family that you basically have either never met and you mm-hmm. consider strangers or they're just oh i met that guy once six years ago like yeah i that's think with, true. with everyone in our family you know them and you can look at them and be like oh that's fucking bill you know yeah <laughs> it's a cool i feel like i do have relationships that are unique with like everybody and yeah like you and mark from working um at that job too i feel like i got much closer with like a lot of the a lot of the mangs i have like just like certain random mangs that i have only met like two or three times i still have like a specific story related to them like i don't know between matt and like watching him like almost break his leg on his dirt bike (laughs) 500 times to like oh vince and fucking i don't know just watching ufc (laughs) fights with that dude like it's just I know. It's the best. It, it's really unique, and it helps that everybody stayed in the area for the most part, too. So we have that. And then your other side, like your mom's side of the family is huge, too. No, they're they're small, actually. Uh, maybe, I, I, maybe I feel like they're bigger because I see them so much. Too. Yeah, that's probably it. Yeah. 
That's got to be it. But it's it's nice to be like that close. It's nice to have that relationship with them. You know, I feel like you know, there's only daughters in that family. Really? Yep. That's really interesting. So my aunts and my uncle, they all have only daughters. Wow. Oof. How weird. And like, there's a weird pattern in your family too, where like all your nieces or all your nieces and nephews, like the nieces were born first in the family. Yeah. Like there yeah. were no boys first. It was all girls. I don't know. I feel like a girl is like in my near future. It's weird. Oh, I, I have some not like near future, but in the in the next like ten years, I f I feel a girl. I don't know what it is. I feel like that's gonna it's happen. Just, it's just your. Destiny. I mean, you don't have many options. It's. <laughs> I know it's fifty fifty for the most part, but <laughs> but it is the most it is the yeah. most com it's, it does seem to be the most common one, right? They do say that women out out uh, you know there's more way more women than men. Yep. I don't know. I know my mom would love it, and I know that Julie would love <clears throat> having a girl to spoil. But who knows? <laughs> how's uh, how's Carrie doing, dude? Carrie is wonderful. She is uh, the light of my life. <laughs> she's so awesome, dude. Oh yeah, she's great. It was fun being at work with you for the beginning of that relationship and hearing you like talk about her at, like first and be like, "Yeah, I really like this girl," but like. I'm not sure where it's going to go, and I don't know where we're going to go from here. And then, like, just seeing that develop was super, super fun for me. Oh, yeah, it was great. And definitely, yeah, definitely from your perspective, seeing the the whole evolution must be something real special. You mm -hmm. know? Yeah, yeah, you've got a whole ass dog <clears throat> together, dude. Wow, our dogder. <laughs> it might have been fucking corny as shit, but. She is such a weirdo. Yeah, oh, dude, she's a fucking psychopath. <laughs> All dogs are, for the most part. You know, probably better than my cat is, dude. She's a little dope. Your cat is the most beautiful motherfucker I've ever oh laid eyes on. I saw that picture you posted, and he had, like, his stupid little catnip His toy, little lemon, and yeah. And he, he was staring at you like he's like, you take that motherfucking picture. He's mm -hmm. like, you take it. I know I look good. I love when I get him to stay still for pictures because he's, he really is, like, a handsome boy. And, like, if I could get him to, like have an expression of like some kind of joy with him he usually turns out yeah, looking really yeah, good dude, he knows he knows um julie's <clears throat> sister put they had like this birthday hat from something she had bought her cat so she put it on him he was so pissed off he was so mad julie took like this little like video of him i'll show you the pictures later on too but like he's just got this look on his face like he wants to be anywhere but there right now he's like i'll kill you he, he was like he's, he's like, immediately like slapping at it as we're like he's like try falling asleep tonight <laughs> he's like i dare you i don't know i feel like he's slowly plotting our revenge if i had another name that i could have picked because like that was his given name and we just like kept it as that um I probably would have named him Tweak, like the character from South Park, because that's exactly like what he is. He's just like twitching. Julie calls him a crackhead all the time because he's just like twitching around and like <laughs> running from any little like weird noise you hear, just like smacking the walls back and forth. Yeah, my one cat Poe, dude. He's yeah, dude. He's he's inbred, so he's um he's, he's always yeah. He's like walking he's into walls all the time. He, I, he, the stories you tell me about him are just like the weirdest things. He's an idiot. That's all I can say. I don't know, but he's he's got his own personality and he's lovable. Like, he only loves my mom really because, I mean, she feeds him in the morning. So yeah, they tend to like who like feeds them and everything like he that. Follows her everywhere. Yeah, my dog only loves me when I got food. So yep, I, it, relatable, totally relatable. That was Satch. 
Satchel like loved me when I had food, and then any other time he'd be like, "All right, see ya," and, like just walk <laughs> down to the basement. My my favorite thing about Satch was that I would show up, and I would show up pretty regularly because mm-hmm. that was when I was still hanging out with, at the house with your brothers. Yeah, and um, he like the first ten minutes he would just sit there growling at me, sitting by your mom. And I'm like, dude, you saw me like. 10 hours ago. Yep. Like, relax. He had this thing about my mom, though. Like, anytime one of our aunts came over, like, he would sit next to her and whine because he, like, he knew, like, she'd either be leaving with them or, like, they were visiting. But sometimes when they were just visiting, he'd just sit there and, like, just whine at her. Like, don't go anywhere. Like, don't leave me. <laughs> he loved her so much. He's a good, he's a good uh, protector. He was a good boy. Um. So last year, I feel like when we worked together – it was nice in a lot of ways because we were both at this weird point where we were at transitions between our jobs and we just helped each other through it by experiencing some of like the weirdest shit you could possibly experience in any workplace. Some of the stuff that happened there, I still don't fully believe. I I, I either think it was a fever dream or something I watched on some show. Like it, or it, it's go, really ghost sighting weird. something. No, it's so – just wait. We'll, we'll, <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll fill you in on some of the things right. that we experienced while we were in this job. So one specific one. Let's go to the closest location first. Okay. So right over the bridge in Tonawanda. Oh, God. Um, right by uh, St. Francis Church, so like near like Broad Street in that yeah. area. So we went there. I think we had a winterization at that house. And we had left – what was it? We had left something there, or the lockbox, the the um the knob was busted. We, right? No, we were there. We had to change out a lock because we had to go back and redo something. Yeah, I think because the guy was like, "Oh, you forgot this room or whatever," so we had to go back, <clears throat> and the lock didn't work. And he was like, "Okay, we'll just bust in and change the lock." And we're like, "All right, you know, we've done it." four times okay five, yeah four or five times before that we had to like literally break the door down yeah so in breaking the i remember this now in breaking open the lockbox because the dude did say he was like put in the code that's on the thing we were like it doesn't work he was like all right i don't know what to tell you that <laughs> so like great help there yeah um but in breaking the lock we also busted the doorknob that's what oh, it was no. so we had to come back and replace the doorknob and um, I had left it at a point where I was like, we could probably just push the door in or whatever. So we get back with a new knob and a new lockbox, and we're trying to open this door, and this door will not open. We we're like, oh, my God. And when you come back to his dad and you're like, we couldn't get this done, you get shit on for three weeks straight. Yeah, because, you know, it doesn't matter if the job is literally impossible. You should still be able to do it. Yeah, and with, with very little instruction. But I digress. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, so you guys are gonna get me kicked out of here. I know. I know. <laughs> we're not. I'll I'll put my life he's on gotta, the line before yours. It was buddy. a wonderful. He's experience. gonna double. He's gonna double my rent. <laughs> he was already asking about when he could be on here the one day. Oh, was he? Yeah. Oh, I'd love to have him. Oh, be a solid God, guest. no, you don't. Yes. <laughs> I want. He's never He'd been. Be he fun. hasn't been in here since he Did, opened up for me. Oh, that really? would just be a building trades commercial. That would be. <laughs> so, um, anyway, we we bust this doorknob off the door, and we were like. In the process of it, we're trying to see if windows are open. We're trying to, like, like Jimmy, any locks we can. We, like, stood on the truck at one point <laughs> oh, at the window yeah. to see if, like, the one was up. And, like... I finally get the door open. Yeah. And, and, so, and midway through saying it, you go, someone's going to think we're breaking into this yeah, house. Yeah. So 
I'm replacing the doorknob and I'm, you know, I've done this a hundred times over and I was actually doing it pretty fast. I'd say and yeah. I was basically done. And all of a sudden we hear, put your hands up, come outside. <gasps> and we're like, what the fuck? Yeah. And so like Dan goes outside and this is, you know, kind of a scary moment. Mm-hmm. Um, Dan goes outside and then he's like, uh, Tyler. And I'm like, what's up? I'm almost done. And he's like, come outside. I was like, come outside. I was like, I, cause like I saw him first cause my back was to him. Like, okay, okay. Like I'm good. I was like, Ty, you were like, I'm almost done. I'm like, just put it down and come outside, dude. Like just, <laughs> just put it down. And then they're going, they're like. What are you doing here? What is what is all that? Like the dude's reaching for his cuffs. He's oh, got his yeah, gun out. This like is... this, it, it was like it was like scary for a second. So we're like, we're like, we're just maintenance guys. They were like, "What do you mean?" I was like, "This house is empty. We were doing a winterization on it earlier. We uh we broke like uh, the lockbox wasn't working. We had to replace all. Like we explained everything to him, and he he asked for our IDs, so we give them to him, and he was like. You know exactly how this looks, right? And we were like, "Yep, like we one hundred percent know how this <laughs> yeah, looks." Yeah, getting held at gunpoint by two police officers was not the uh, the way that I thought that day was going to go. You no, get, ha- you get hazard pay? Do you get hazard pay for that? No, day? not at all, dude. I think the hazard pay is included. <laughs> one of Paul Brown's policies, like for climbing ladders, was if you fall off the ladder, that you're fired before you hit the ground. That's something he said out loud. I don't, place. I don't believe it. <laughs> It's a good thing I never touched the ladder. Uncle Paul, if you're listening to this, we love you. We have the utmost respect for you. Thank oh, you for these course. memories that we have. <laughs> um, that that was a crazy day. So they ended up, like, checking the house and, like, realizing, yeah, this house is totally empty. Like, there's nothing in it. Right. So they left. But just being in that <clears throat> moment of, oh, like, sure oh my God, like, what the – so, like, we came back – and we're lucky. My cousin's um, he, he's the North Tonawanda DA, so he like we would have been okay if something had happened. But like, God, so. in this day and age, like the, <laughs> like a cop situation like that, you never know how that shit's gonna no, turn it's, out. It's very uncomfortable, yeah. especially when you're you're just doing your job too. Yeah, exactly. You can look around this house; it's completely empty. Like, what am I gonna steal? The rugs? Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm rip up the rugs and roll them out of there. Remember when they stole the generator from us on oh Homecrest? Oh my god, dude! Homecrest was a nightmare altogether. That was that, that was, was a disgusting house. That was it was so disgusting. <laughs> These people lived in this house on Homecrest and Amherst. Okay, it, it, garbage like just caked on the floors. Like it like the basement was flooded oh. with and like they had three like, feet of water with like three feet of water, and it had all this stuff in it. So like it's all these clothes that just smell terrible. <sighs> um, the first night. I was there. I was working on this one room that hadn't been, like, dusted or cleaned in, like, a super long time. And I had a full-on allergy attack that So you probably got sick real quick. I got, like, sick really quick. And it was right when COVID started. Mm. So, like, I didn't think I had it at all. But I couldn't. I woke up the one night. I could not breathe. And it was right after Body had his whole thing, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm freaking out. Like, I I can't breathe. And, like, my mom came in at, like, midnight or so like to check on me and i was like i think i need to go to the hospital she's like you don't have covid i was like i know but i can't breathe and she's like i know but i don't think you have covid i was like i know mom but i can't breathe so we ended up getting like a um like a humidifier or something and it like worked fine but that but like that it was that disgusting that house was so bad the garage was stuffed from 
head to toe. Dude, there was a mattress in the basement that was so water-soaked that we couldn't get it up no matter what we tried. We tried wrapping ropes around it, pushing yep. it up. Oh, is it heavy? The oh, way that we God. got it up, I stabbed a crowbar in it and used it as a hook and pulled the mattress up mm-hmm. the stairs. Like the most <laughs> ghetto way to pull a mattress. Yeah. It it's, weighed like 300 pounds. Like it took it took the three of us. So it was me, him, and my uncle. It took the three of us to get it out of this bay. It was disgusting. Oh. It was absolutely disgusting. Probably like what? Five or six dumpsters worth did we get of like the big ones? It was, yeah, I think it was about like four or five, I want to say. Yeah. And a relatively tiny house too. Right. Could have been filled like, with just ugh. filled. Filled like bottles. What they, kind of line of work is this? <laughs> it was, so like clean out. So stuff okay. that's been like I did this for, before. Yeah. And so r- stuff that's been like foreclosed yeah, by the uh, bank, like okay. doing maintenance on it. So yeah, sometimes it's, it's clean outs. Yeah. Property it's management. Property management. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. So sometimes clean outs. Sometimes grass cuts. You know, winterizations when it gets colder. Yeah. Like all that stuff. Okay. So it was like it was nice because we got to kind of like be out and go do these different houses every day and like. It just like be able to not stay in one place because I feel Which like if, nice. yeah if you're in that one environment at work I feel like it could get super boring. The work was always different, and yeah. it was it was fun enough with the experiences that it was a very enjoyable job. Mm-hmm. But you know you you dread it sometimes because those winterizations, man, when you got to do fifteen to twenty of them a day, yeah. and by the like, you know I think we did like three real ones, and then we were just like, all right, fuck it, like. <laughs> Just, like, hold the hose up to the thing and take a picture of it. <laughs> I know, because sometimes they would, like, sometimes they'd send you these houses that it's, like, nobody's been here in 50 years. Well, yeah, what are we like, doing here? What are we doing? Like, tear it down. Yeah, there's been houses where we had to do winterizations, and there have been no water lines yeah. in the house. And they were like, do it. And we're like, you can't. Like, there's, <laughs> there's nothing. Like, what do you want us to do here? Like, they run off a well. Like, we're... <laughs> Oh man, some of the some of the weirder ones. We did this house on Shirley Avenue um oh in God. Buffalo that that place was disgusting too. Dude, it was four floors of bullshit. There is four <laughs> floors. Hey, Matt, there was this freezer in the basement that had like a whole turkey in it. Oh wait, I'm not thinking of the right one. And am I? like, no, you're th- no, that's I I know what one you're thinking of. Shirley, Shirley's um blowjob girl. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Which I'll get to in Edson's a second. Edson's the four floors. <laughs> so they're all shitty. They all blend they, together. They were all <laughs> so bad. They're all so bad. Of um, blowjob girl. Where? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I mean, I'm married. I'm married. I, the, I love you, honey. I love you, honey. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. So where is she when you need her? <laughs> <laughs> you call it the blo- the blowjob girl signal, like the bat signal. <laughs> So we, I'll I'll just get to this story before I talk about that freezer. So we'll laugh before we all like just throw up for a second. Um, so I wasn't around for this to to preface this. All right, I'll, I'll take it over. You you could take over for this. All Go right. So it. I was I was taking stuff out of the the front door of the house and throwing it in the dumpster as we do. And um, this this lady walks by and she's like, "Hi, how are you?" And I'm like, "Hi, how are you?" Just thinking it was a simple conversation. Just move on. And I started to walk away and she's like. She's like, you want a blowjob? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like holding trash, throwing it in the dumpster. I'm like, excuse me, what? And she's like, I'll suck your dick for $20. And I'm like, Good deal. <laughs> I don't think so. I'm like, <laughs> I don't think it would have been. I'm like, why don't you give me a second? <laughs> no, I didn't say that. I, I very obviously declined. 
But from the stress of the job, you'd be surprised that I did decline. <laughs> but he comes back like we're cleaning out the garage of this place, and he just walks back, and he's like, uh, so something weird just happened to me. I'm like, what? And he was like, some woman just offered to suck my dick for $20. And like, oh, my God. Dan starts running back to the front of the street. I was like, like, I gotta go. I was like excuse me? <laughs> he's like waving a 10. I, this is all I got. Oh, my God. <laughs> Terrible. Oh, it was, so, it, was, it was so weird. That's, was... that's the one story that really I, I think that I was like part of a TV show. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't think that. Like, prank. Like, uh, no. Prank. Punked. Punked. That's punked, what it yeah. was. Ashton like Kutcher punked. pops like, out. He's like, you didn't on? take it. Yeah. <laughs> God, that basement took days for us to get through in that house. And then we get to the, that freezer I was saying before. They had a whole turkey that, like, this was, freezer had not been running for, like, six or seven years. It was, like, like, like rotten meat. So it was, like, gross. there was a couple of things in there, too. So, like, so the one day we were finally, like, we have to, like, It was, like, the last this. thing that we did. And I, and I told him, I was, like, I'll take the brunt of this. Like, I just, like... You just have to be there to like do one thing or whatever. I think I just had to push it up the stairs. Yeah, for yeah. You. I was like, I was like, just push it up. I'll get like the meat out of there or whatever. So I got it out and we we dumped this thing and I hadn't eaten that day and thank God because like as soon as like we got the majority, I I walked up the stairs and I was just like. And I just like I did nothing but like I just dry heave for like two minutes, like real quick, and then I was like, "Okay, I'm good. (laughs) Like this, this will be fine." And it was so funny because your dad had like he had looked at the place a day or two before, and he was like, "Ah, you might want to do that freezer today." And then after he did it, he was like, "I told you you should have done that yesterday." I was like, "I don't think the one day was gonna make that big of a difference." Yeah, yeah, it just suddenly rotted overnight. (laughs) It wasn't rotten the night before, but yeah, it was, all of a sudden, it was just bought, freshly put in there, and then the, <laughs> overnight, the the fucking rotten fairy came by. They they just put like a sun lamp in it and just yeah, heated it yeah. up the entire time. You should have gave the the BJ lady twenty bucks to go. Honestly, oh, that was a, that's a really good idea. I wish I could go back in time and do that. She probably would have did it. That's oh, that's so. She can suck the rotten sausage from the. Oh, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> This is this is gonna be it, folks. This right, is gonna be the one yeah, that doesn't get, doesn't get me to episode six. All right, let's dial it back. <laughs> no, I love Dude, it. I told you, I told you, this is gonna be a a good one. I love it. I, I absolutely. When I when you told me you, were, you could come on today, it was <laughs> just the best thing in the entire fucking world. Dude, honestly. <clears throat> Um, I at, got excited when he told me. Yeah, I know. Matt uh, Matt was asking about you a few episodes ago. He was like, I was like, dude, oh, I haven't mm-hmm. seen you in like a year. So it's actually been a year since you moved in here. Yeah, yeah I, know. I, I saw you when you moved in. Yeah, and I, yeah, you two, you two came up. We stopped right up because we were working on a place right around the block on Oliver. Yeah, we were. Um, that's is that still an antique place now? The um, um, the place next to the soup lady. No, actually, now. Um, Andrew's wife, Katie, is going to run it out. Oh, shit. That's yeah. awesome. It's super re- recent. Um, oh, good for her. Yeah, she's going to be selling. I think I don't want to mess this up. So uh, if you're listening, Katie, I'm sorry if I do. But I think it's uh, soaps, and she does, like, wax candles. Yeah, I've, I've known about her she business. Does, like, she's really wax. good with she, that. Yeah, she makes a bunch of that stuff. So and I think she's partnering up with her friend, and they're going to run a storefront, which is amazing for her. I'm super proud of her. Yeah, good for her. That's really awesome. Oh, good for I love when people in the area can like take advantage of like good deals and like get their businesses up and off the ground and stuff like and we and we try to promote that on here too because we're local and like everybody's been hit so hard this year that we gotta we've got to make sure like the ones we love like are taken care of first oh yeah of course yeah 
It's good for her, man. Um, so Edson, the one you were talking about before, that was the house that we had that had probably like that three foot hole in the ceiling, like end to end. That was it in like West Seneca. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was um, it was the three floors and then the basement. And yeah, it was in pretty... that garage. That garage too was also brutal. Remember, they had like everything just stuffed in there, oh, so yeah, you thought dude. it was like a and little they had, one. Like, and the... the heaviest shit ever. There was like cast iron like barrels, and everything. Shit. And we're oh, just like, what no. is happening? They were. <laughs> uh, he must have been like whoever lived there must have been like a hunter or something like right. that. Right? They had like all this cast iron stuff for for doing shit, and mm. it, it was it yeah, was like, it was super brutal. big like air. I don't know, like what those the big air canisters, mm-hmm. those and um, like the tanks, the propane tanks, they had huge ones of those. It was like, why do you have all this random shit? I think it was like, I don't know. You said a hunter, but I'm thinking like a collector of like old. That could have been old, it too. Like, they definitely were a mechanic too. There was a ton of like brake pads. Yeah, and- that was one kind of cool thing about working on the houses too. Is you could kind of see the people's history within it too, and like what they did and like their past life before like they moved out or whatever. Yeah. Like home, see, uh, home crest. I've always liked that. Like, I like shows like uh, I don't know if you was it the uh, well, there's Pawn Stars. There's the other oh, American Pickers. Yeah, yeah, on, yeah. Uh, on History Channel, and I used to love doing that. You know that that property management stuff because you you would get you get to see stuff. People are just getting rid of anything and everything, and you get to see some really really cool stuff. Yeah, you know, cast nobody has cast iron everything anymore. That's very that's incredibly vintage, mm-hmm. incredibly vintage. Well, here's the weirdest one we saw. So we worked on this place on Manlawn in oh. Chictawaga, and it was this little unassuming brick house. the uh, The exterior is beautiful on this house. Um, the interior interior one we got in it. Was an absolute mess. But Im- the w- imagine a caveman took all his treasured rocks and time traveled to the year twenty twenty and shoved all his rocks into a house. Mm. Yeah, this dude must have been a geologist or something like that. Because flashy my rock collection. Yep, <laughs> obsessed with rocks. Thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of rocks. Were they some, those cool rocks or just plain Some rocks? of them were. They were dope, dude. I got some of those fossils. They're in my fish tank now. <laughs> Are some of them <laughs> still in the garage over there, like right no, next to no, us? No, no, they're all out, no. That was one thing that, like, if we had nothing going on for the day, my uncle would be like, sort rocks for the day. And, like, we'd sort the rocks that I we got through like that. I felt like a prisoner. I felt that <laughs> I thought I was getting paid, like, eight cents an hour. <laughs> Like the old cartoons where they're like tight, they're just smashing rocks and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It was crazy, <laughs> but it was like it was the one thing in the house they had kept pristine. Like every there was a whole room that was like, I think it was like fifteen to twenty boxes of cat litter were just yeah, in it. The whole room was like a litter box. Yeah, like it was like oh. a giant litter box of a room. Like it, it, the the person must have not have been able to take care of themselves. I, yeah, right, right. Like some fat old lady. But. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Who, like, her husband had left behind, like, all this shit. She's like, my husband rocks. The basement. (laughs) Dude, the basement was terrible, too. The basement was so bad. There was, like, imagine, like, a garage sale set up, but it was all rocks. Like, that's, it was terrible. That's all it was. Like, 
And the day we pulled them all, because we're pulling these boxes of rocks out and putting them on the porch, like, over and over. And you wouldn't think, like, we thought we were going to be done with this house, like, weeks before we actually were. But we just kept finding rocks. Like, there were were so much. It wouldn't end. It just wouldn't end Do you remember when we finally loaded up the truck? That's what I was about to say. The suspension of the truck was, like, as low as it could possibly (laughs) go. We're loading up the truck in the trailer, and we look, and we're like, oh, my God. Like, we need to stop doing this. We're driving a low rider through, like, (laughs) like, I don't even know. Where was it? Buffalo? Oh, you hit a pothole. It's a wrap. And we have, like, as our work truck, we have, like, like an an 08 4x4. And by 08, I mean 1908. Like, it's... It's bad. Like it, it was so. We're trying to like chug along with this thing with the trailer. It's just not working with <laughs> us at all. Not at all. It's... Dude, the trailer had all the big rocks, and the truck had all the the little boxes of rocks. Because <laughs> oh that's that's some good sorting there. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. We we got it done. Yeah, the sorting the sorting uh the the way that we sorted those rocks was big and small. Yeah, there that was wasn't it. nothing in between. No, nothing in between. No was, fossils. No yeah, nothing. If it's bigger, big, if it's bigger than this your hand, big. it's in the big pile. If it's smaller than your hand, it's in the small pile. <laughs> it was brutal. I respect that. It was really, really brutal. You know what a weird uh, commonality was between all the houses, which I was thinking about today. In like ninety percent of the houses. Like we found like these weird ass sex toys just everywhere. Do you remember Homecrest in the top <laughs> shelf of the closet? You <laughs> you just it was pulled literally down. the last thing I pulled out of the. Room. It, it was yeah, it was the last thing in the whole room, and he's like, "Oh, look at this! It was this Polaroid that was probably I'd say thirty, forty years old. It was just a dick pic." It was this Polaroid of it was a just shrimp dick too. Some dudes just flaccid dick. It, it was like the most unattractive dude, dude you could he possibly. Was like, he was like starfished out, like <laughs> spread eagle, dude. It was the and it's Why? the last thing. It's the same dirty ass room I was talking about from before, the one that gave me an allergy attack. Yeah, and so it's like the last thing on the top shelf that I find and I pull out. Like I'm reaching for something and I pull out and I'm like. Hey Tyler, come look at this real quick. <laughs> Dude, and and we can't we can't stop looking at it because it's so <laughs> funny. We're like crying laughing in this dusty ass house, laughing at this forty year old dick pic. Dude, we, we can't well, handle yeah, ourselves. Mo- I mean, most people don't expect it. Uh, you know, that that was like the breaking yeah. point. That was the breaking point of Homecrest. It was so because we were at that point we were like done. We were like that done. was the last room. We were like done, and we were like, what a way to cap it off. <laughs> See, it, they just think our generation's messed up with our with, with our sending of nudities over text messages. They they had to take it with a Polaroid. Yeah, you can't just take a selfie, the, right? You, somebody had to take it for you, and that's, then you had to mail it. Yeah, yeah you had to put it in an envelope. That's not and a split it. second you decision. Waste, that you you're waste doing. a stamp on that, then your life is really shitty. Yep. You gotta, yep. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. No one can say, "Oh, it was a mistake." No, you had to pose out. You had to wait <laughs> yeah. for the thing you to develop. Like, wrong person. <laughs> Yeah, wrong person. So you can't say wrong person, and the person's name <laughs> is on the fucking envelope. Yeah, with like the date on the back of the picture that whatever. Like, it's taken. like supposed to go to like Samantha, and you wrote like Barbara. You're like, oh, I spelled Samantha wrong. <laughs> Whoops. 
Oh my god! I thought this was your address. Degenerates. <laughs> Degenerates. Degenerates. <laughs> Absolutely, it was so weird. That was a, that was such a weird theme between a lot of the houses. Was you like remember just this weird? The one it was. Uh, I think it's the corner of Summer and Oliver, and that that apartment up there. Yeah. And we just found two boxes of like handcuffs, whips, uh, like leather. Just yeah, the, I feel like that person though. I feel like they work for Pure Romance or something, yeah. and like did something like that where they just still had the shit laying in their house because there was too much of it where it was like, okay, this is just for one person. Like there were doubles of mostly anything. Maybe it's so, for the dude too. You don't know. Yeah, you never know. I mean, to each their own. But don't knock it till you try it. <laughs> I get if you say so. No, I'm dude. knocking it. <laughs> yeah, knock it, <laughs> knock it all the way, all the way to the other side. <laughs> Push that shit off the flat earth. Oh god, and, and I think in last year too, we single handedly funded McDonald's through the rest of this year, and Wendy's. Wendy's, McDonald's, we got and Wendy's. A good portion yeah, yeah, of too. yeah. That one Wendy's where the guy knew our names by the end of the job. Oh, that god. was pretty bad. That's when like, you hey. know it's bad. He's like, "What's up, Dan and Tyler?" Like, oh God! Like, we gotta go to the fucking Burger King. That's where we, I. We have to suffer having the usual dry today? fries. Mm-hmm. Having the usual today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like he. Oh yeah, he knew our orders. Yeah, knew our <laughs> orders, knew our names. He was actually he's a really nice dude. I, I can't remember. Shout his out name that like guy. Him. Yeah, he's great. But if he's in the, uh, the Wendy's in Hamburg, uh, out by Camp Road, out there. So shout out to you if you're listening, because you were really awesome to us. You were a good dude. What a guy. Yeah. Remember when I backed into that dude in the parking lot? Oh was, my like, god! Dude, I was so stunned all. by like how the sheer stupidity that of move how was. that was. I felt like legitimately bad for you because I was like, "Wow, this is like." like I felt so dumb. Like, that's one of those ones where you're just like, "Why the fuck didn't I just like turn my head a little?" Yeah, bit? it was just one of those where you're like, "Okay, let's go." Like, and you don't expect to for that to ever happen because I think you've done it a thousand times at that point. Yeah, so you just went and you, I just went. I was like distracted. I can't remember what was going on with it was, that. It but. was like a brand new 2019 like Ford F150. Well, the dude like, made way too big. Of oh a deal yeah, he about was being it, a though. bitch about it. But you like smashed his tail light, and he's like, "This is a six thousand dollar tail light." You're like, "No fucking tail light in the world ever yeah. costs." $6, you audibly at one point you were like, "It's like six hundred. I looked it up. I looked it up. I found the exact light. I was like, "It's like six hundred dollars, dude." And he looked at me and looked like this dirty look, yeah. telling the cop how much it is. The worst part of that for me, and it still eats at me to this day, is that lady who was walking into Wendy's when this happened. Do you remember this? So this lady was walking into Wendy's after I backed into this dude. Because I just, like, I wasn't looking while I was backing out. So it was just the stupidest thing. And I just, like, hit the gas a little and, like, backed into the dude. And, like, I was pissed at myself immediately because I was like, that was just the dumbest fucking thing you could do. And this lady is walking into Wendy's, and she looks over. I don't know, or he, she doesn't know the other dude. And she was like, she goes, well, maybe you'll actually look next time. Oof. And I wanted to be like, fuck you. Like, Yeah, I know, dumb bitch. Go order your fucking food. Go sit <laughs> down. Butt your ugly nose out of our business. Like, what? Like, Why do you have to chime in about this? Yeah, like, go about your fucking day and leave people's days alone. Like, obviously, it was a mistake. Like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> trying to I ruin this handle dude's day. People. Yeah, you're like, ah, oh, I see this nice white F-150. Fuck that guy. Yeah. If you look at the comparison between our truck and his truck, it was like, our truck was like the first truck ever made, and his truck was, you know, it was it was a nice truck, but... 
but it, but it's like we had zero damage. Yeah, we had like zero damage. He we, had like a little bit. We already had a bumper that was falling off. So if it fell off, he would have just helped us out. Yeah, like, he got like a scrape <laughs> on it for the most part. And the insurance covered it like the next day. It wasn't a big deal. But like just her, I wanted to like I wish so desperately now that I would have said something back to her, just like a <laughs> yeah, whatever, bitch. Like, yeah. I mean, some things are better left alone. <sighs> yeah, because then she'd be like, "Excuse me," and then like call the cops on you for you know she needed to cancel you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Even though like she decided goes. to butt into my business, but you know whatever, Karen's. whatever. It is what it is. Yeah, it's cancel it time. Definitely, definitely a Karen. Like, that was a 100% of Karen. By the way, if you're a really good person, because I know a couple of them, if you're a really good person out there that's named Karen, I hope that you're doing well during these times where... <laughs> to all the legitimate Karens in the world, we do love and support you. Yes. <laughs> to all the Karen Karens. I'm giving you an internet hug yeah. right now to all the legitimate Karens. <laughs> to all the Karens who are not actually named Karen. Oh, my God. Yeah, if you're a Karen and you're not named Karen, there's a reason for that. <laughs> and please... Calm yourself. Yeah, I know, honestly. All right, so I have to get into this with you real quick. Yes, sir. So um, your sister, when she was supposed to be on here, she couldn't make it this week, right? Had legitimate reasons, obviously. But I want to backtrack a little bit um, to Saturday night to a story I started to tell you the other day, but I'll tell it for everybody on the air. So for those who don't know, and I've mentioned it, a couple of times on here, and I hope to expand on this in the future. I am a gigantic UFC fan. I'm a huge, huge, huge UFC fan. Um, I watch it when it's on. I'm going to watch Bellator tonight. Uh, it's Friday night, so I'll be watching the main event. Um, and I get together with usually uh, three other people to watch the fights with. So I get together with my cousin Vincent, uh, my cousin Nick, who is Tyler's brother, and our friend Pauly, who Vince worked with at Ryder for a really long time. Shout out to those three. I really love two Hell of them. Oh, yeah, Pauly. I don't know you, but I love you. Yeah, fucking Pauly's awesome. So Saturday night, huge UFC fight. It was the heavyweight title. Steeping uh, Miocic fought uh, Francis Ngannou. Uh, Francis Ngannou actually knocked him out. So congratulations to him. He is the new uh, UFC heavyweight champion. I missed that one. That dude is a monster. I don't know if you um, caught any highlights of it, but he, like, he folded Stipe. No, Stipe is no joke at all. I love Francis, too, and yeah. I, I, I missed that one. I think I just I was trying to see it, and it just didn't work out. His story is awesome. Like, he's from Cameroon, but, like, he tried getting into – he tried escaping into Europe a couple of times and got sent back, like, twice and then finally made it in and, like, got imprisoned in Morocco. And, like, he's got this crazy story. And right. Hits like a fucking Mack truck, dude. Like, he has – he has 14 wins. They're all knockouts. Or, no, they're all – 13 of them are knockouts, and he submitted one guy. Oh, damn. The That's dude, what it the is. The dude is a brute, dude. He looks like a God of War boss. Yeah. Like <laughs> – He's got he's got like legitimate one punch knockout power. He's he's had some of the scariest knockouts I've ever seen. Um so we're all supposed to get together for this fight. Everybody's like texting about it all week. We're all excited and all this dude. Um I show up to um Vincent's house. Polly shows up. Polly brings a bottle of proper 12. Like, this is a big night. Like, we haven't gotten together in a while since the um, Paulo Costa fight with Israel Adesanya. So we're all three supposed to get together. Main car starts. We're not hearing from Nick. At all. 
fights start to roll on. We're not hearing from him. We're texting him more. Where are you? What's going on? I try calling him. No answer from his phone. Now, Tyler, you can attest to this. Nick is notorious for just falling asleep on the dot and not waking up at all. This is why we don't expect Nick to do what we want at certain times. Yeah. We always expect it a half hour later than it usually is. Because he, like, needs to, like, roll out of bed or do whatever, but, like, just totally, totally, totally no-showed us on that. So, so, of course, we're giving him shit about it the next day and, like, going on. And he he decides in his Nick way, because he's done this in the past, too, to start to call other people out. And in, in, in classic Nick fashion, in classic Nick fashion, and because I'm the youngest out of like everybody that watches in the group, I um I I kind of take the brunt of the shit for the most part, as most of the youngins do, right? Like Usually. everybody has to be that one in the group. Absolutely, I'm that way with a lot of groups, but it's like it, it's it's fine. That's just what I have. <laughs> so, um, I send in Monday. I send in uh, a screenshot from Ariel Hawani because Dustin Poirier versus Conor McGregor at the time was almost a done deal. As of today, Friday, April 2nd, Conor McGregor, Dustin Poirier 3 is done, and it will happen on July 10th, which is an awesome fight, and I can't wait to that see that That is very again. exciting news. Um, is this a prelude to your MMA podcast? I, it might be. <laughs> i got to find the right call. If you're listening out there and you are an MMA fan and like can talk about it consistently every week, come on the podcast with me. I would love to try out an episode where we just talk MMA the whole time because I love it. I get so passionate about it. You do what uh, Joe Rogan does. He has like uh, the – the normal podcast episode. Yeah, that he has MMA. I podcast. do want to do like I do want to transition to something like that in the future, but we'll see. I digress. Um, so I send that into our group chat on Monday, and I just find the irony of what happened uh, next to be staggering. So I send that in, and I go, Nick, start finding your excuse to ditch now, so we know in advance. You know, just <laughs> oh. to dog him a little bit, and he says. Dan, want me to have Natalie cancel your her podcast appearance? Then shut your yapper, right? And I go, yeah, dude, you don't have that power with an eye roll emoji. And then he says the words, and I quote, I'm the only reason she's stooping that low to begin with. <laughs> low. So he started shit at the time. Now Natalie cancels totally unrelated to what he says. So I'm going to have some fun with him, actually, real quick, and I'm so happy that you're here for this. So Nick, you deserve everything that's coming to you. You deserve everything, and you're going you're gonna to find out when you hear I this I still show love you, too. though. I, I, I don't know. We're getting there. Okay, we're maybe getting not there Dan. Now. Maybe not Dan, but I do. I have we're, to. We're getting there, dude. So I'm going to send him this. I, I've talked about my acting on this show before. I'm going to try and give, give my best angry here. So if he asks you... You know, I'm pissed. Like, I'm furious with that. <clears throat> Ready? Dude, seriously? Okay, so I get the whole thing where we are, you know, just playing around in our group chat and talking about different things. But your sister just called me like five minutes before the podcast is supposed to start and cancels on me, dude. 
That's never happened before. I'm so early in this show. I need every bit of success for this I possibly can. And I can't believe you fucking blackballed me like this, dude. This is unacceptable. Like, this was a joke. I don't know how you can think that that was okay to do. Like, don't you understand what I'm, I'm so fucking upset with you right now? I didn't even want to call. I, you know, I fucking hope you're having a good time on this trip because when you come back, you may lose me completely. Like, I may never talk to you again, dude. Like, this is fucked up. I can't believe you did that. I can't even call you because I don't want to fucking talk to you that I'm that mad. Goodbye, dude. Do you think I went too hard or was that Late April enough? Fools, but give this man the Oscar right now. <laughs> it's like he's in theater or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I have a degree in this shit. Oh, my God. Is this the first time you've ever acted? Because you are phenomenal. You know, I've heard people say that, and I, I, I may dabble in the future, but we'll see. Um, for the record, too, my cousin Vince also knows that I'm sending him this. So if he calls Vince, Vince is going to say the same thing. <laughs> I, I like, hope to I'm see really you pissed. as the lead in Cinderella. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's a running thing that me and his dad have had for years. So his dad <clears throat> has been. Excuse me. Besides my parents, he has been the most supportive person theater wise ever. For oh yeah, yeah, oh good. yeah. He's he's come to like every one of my shows. He's barely ever missed stuff. He told me to take care of you today. Did I he? Told him when you were coming, you were you recording here. He's always well. He's I'm like, his. You, you take care of my nephew. I'm like, all right, I got yeah. you, man. I'm his god kid too. So we have a special relationship good. like that too. Um, but he um. He's come to every single one of my shows, but he loves Cinderella in particular. So he's always, like, giving me shit for, like, not being in Cinderella and, like, always, like, passing it up when I've had the opportunity. The one time I had an opportunity where they just asked me if I would play it. And as soon as he found out I didn't take it, he almost, like, beat me up. Like, really? Like, that mad. He <laughs> still doesn't let it go. Like, you've heard him. He still gives me shit about it to this day. Dude, wasn't uh, wasn't Ben at least in Cinderella? Yeah, he was, but he was like Ben was a horse in Cinderella. Yeah, he was like yeah, he was like one of the but he still was in Cinderella before you were. He still was, and I mean like that's definitely one I would do in the future. But it's just so funny that that's the one. Like every time I do a straight play, he'll be like, it wasn't a musical, like you know <laughs> and stuff like that. But and Ben, by the way, if you're listening, you know the exact movement my dad does to explain your uh, <laughs> your part in Cinderella and I hope that you're visualizing it as you listen to this. Um but I my favorite story between uh you and my dad is when you wanted to take him out to dinner or lunch or something. Oh no, god. And um and you you quote unquote <sighs> forgot your wallet. I <laughs> So oh, you're one of those no, guys. No, huh? no. So that wasn't. That isn't exactly the story. So I'll tell it. I'll. I'll no, I kid. I kid. I'll put myself on blast for this one. So, um, the one day when I was still in college, I asked him if he wanted to meet up for lunch. Uh, the one day, and, um, we said panos, and the day of or like close to it or whatever, I realized like I way overspent on my budget for that week, and I don't have like. So I texted him, and I was like. Uh, I was like, I don't have the money to go to lunch. Would you mind paying today? Like, yeah. I, um, if not, we could do it another day. Like, that's totally fine. Right. So he was like, he was like, I'll pay. Like, that's totally fine. So we went, 
And I made the fucking mistake of ordering like a porterhouse that day. Oh, like you I, monster! I'm I'm you such monster. an asshole. Like I'm my such wife, an that like my wife guy. I'm such an asshole for that. And like as as soon as that lunch out, I was like, I shouldn't have done that because now I'm going to be hearing about it for years. <laughs> and he hasn't let it go. He has. It always comes up some <laughs> some point whenever they reunite. It, it all like that's one of the stories we always go back to, no matter what. Like that's always yeah, the well. Now that I know, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm not. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna twist his arm and, and just make it worse. Yeah, make it worse. That's yeah, you should. you should. My wife does stuff like that. Shame on you. I know. <laughs> it was a bad shame move. on you. It was a bad move on my part. <laughs> so, too. so Dan is your wife confirmed? Mm. Pretty much. Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> I wouldn't mind that. Man. She's like, oh, you know, oh, it's a hard week. You got it this week. Yeah, whatever, hon. <laughs> nah, Dan, that was a classic move, and we love you for the story yeah i know <laughs> i i have a lot of good stories that was like a that, that was a power move it was, was a power yeah, move. that was yeah kind of i will say that big that dick was... energy <laughs> big big dan energy big, big dan, dan energy, big dan energy. oh i'm using that forever that might be the first t-shirts from this coin it podcast i better get a free one <clears throat> yeah you might <laughs> oh my god so it's friday right now as we're recording this Tyler is one of the biggest hip hop heads I know. What's good that has come out this week or that's out today? Usually today's a big day for music drops. Um, there is a Forty Two Doug and Roddy Rich song that I listened to approximately ten seconds of and <laughs> called a banger. Um, I mean, I I love Forty Two Doug. I think ever since uh, Little Baby kind of gave him that platform to really show off, he yeah. has seriously like just been pushing himself constantly. Uh, I think he's he's definitely one to watch for, and I think he's supposed to be on the Double XL mm-hmm. this year. That's um, dope. <clears throat> yeah, he would really des- he'd be one of those guys that deserves it if he got it. Roddy is good. Roddy, I think, is another one that I think is going to be extremely, extremely mainstream. He's mm-hmm. going to be among the Drakes and the. Well, with the bu- the success of the box alone, like that, that's got to just say everything for him like blowing up more and more and yeah, more yeah 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 i mean it, in this day of age when when your song goes big it's not because it's necessarily a good song it's because it's a good enough song to dance to on tiktok yeah that's true <clears throat> social media dictates a lot of what's popular nowadays which is yeah, a gift a, and a curse a lot of the artists i listen to um i don't generally use that basis i use the basis of longevity yeah that's true so like if i know that an artist in the long term can stick around then mm-hmm. you know they're they're definitely worth a listen do you remember the first day we heard Tuesday slide i always go back to this i hated that song I did for too. like a solid week and then as we kept listening to it just it either just on stuck either on head. accident or I was just trying to joke around. Then we'd end up like doing the dance. Left foot, uh, foot slide. It shouldn't be as good as it is, but it's somehow like so good of it. I remember like I would message you and I'd be like, I would be like all caps, right foot up. And then you would message me back, left foot slide. Like, because we couldn't it get became, it out of our freaking heads. It became the ultimate vibe. Yeah. That's why Drake's so good, though, is because he can, he can. Put music in your head like that. And I'm out of my uh, Drake hate phase now. I was in a, a hate Drake phase for a while because he was just he was hopping on everything and just sounding like an idiot. Yeah, and, <laughs> for a know, while he was doing but, that. Unfortunately, you know, I stopped liking him. I think when Views came out until like last year. Yeah, and then I re-listened to um, actually 
More Life. I re-listened to that album, and that album is really That's a good. good album. It is really good. I just never gave it the love that it deserved. Yeah. It, it's hard because I kind of feel the same way. I loved, you know, his first album I really loved because it was, like, him still, and it was, like, like really raw Drake, like, with comeback season being out before that and how good that was, and then his first album being really good. And then I've talked about this with you before. Take Care was, like, a lot of the weekend's vision in that too. So like their visions combined for that made it Take an awesome. Take care, album. I think, is like the ultimate like OVO forty, the weekend yeah. and Drake like collab. Even yep. though the weekend was on what, one song? Only one, yeah. But I'm I'm almost positive that you know the weekend had to have some writing credits he did he had that uh that song crew love that he's on there's a version that it's all him so like, oh yeah i yeah, heard that yeah i think i found that i with, think you might when have, we were yeah. together yeah we were working and i found that just randomly most rap songs i quote i actually find from you which is like really <laughs> funny these days but like it's a good thing um yeah, he's he's definitely someone who deserves like all the fame he's gotten and things like that. And he has a lot of respect for so many other artists that are out there too. Like he shouted out Griselda in an interview last year. Like he's like I love artists that like grind and like do their thing and like are out there just making the work and he said like Griselda, Griselda's doing their thing and they've got a whole movement right yeah, now. Yeah, when you when you get a shout out from literally the biggest name in hip hop and maybe all of pop music you know that's that's definitely something that speaks volumes. Yeah, <clears throat> Buffalo stand up. Good job, Griselda. Um, in terms of other music that I've been listening to lately, actually, I'm gonna hop on my phone here and look through. Um, the Young Dolph and Key Glock album. Yeah, Dumb and Dumber Two. You sent me some of that. Dumb and Dumber Two <laughs> was solid. I still think Dumb and Dumber One is much better. Um, but Dumb and Dumber Two is is definitely up there. Oops. Um, I've been listening to this rapper Twenty Two G's. Okay. He's a he's a drill rapper. I like drill rap. Um so he, you know, he's in the same league as, you know, like Pop Smoke was and uh if you know Sleepy Hollow and them. Mhm. Yep. Yeah, he's there. Um The there's a an album by Shorty Shorty and Murder Beats. Shorty. Okay. I and, like Murder Beats. Okay. I I when Shorty Shorty first popped on, I did not like his first song. It was, I think it was called Bituary. Okay. And it was horrible i i hated it i hear it i'm like this is the worst shit that's ever happened but of course when he collabs with murda all of a sudden that album is just like it's amazing Mm -hmm. because he really shows i think it was just a really bad show of his skills and it kind of went big because you know social media popping it off but Mm -hmm. yeah that album is really solid it's a good listen that's dope um the artist Trav, just Trav, just Trav. Um, that's really good. I gave his album an eight out of ten in terms of trap. Ooh, <clears throat> his. I I know it doesn't seem to mean much, but Tyler's rating system on albums, like if he if he rates something really high, I know it's really really good music. Like he has a very start a, good ear start a music that. rating podcast. There you go. I need I more. Could. I need more people in here. Do it, man. Do it. You got an interesting perspective. I could use the twenty bucks a month, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it, it just—I don't know—it just feels good. No, I, I just—I just tell twenty everybody. bucks in a Red Bull. Yeah, see? that's it. I mean, the Red Bull is a complete bonus. So yeah, but I just did hey, that if you want, want to, to we're always looking for new stuff, man. Yeah, you'd be good at that. You'd be good at doing you something. Good personality. Like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Just, it's just, definitely something I've been interested in, but I—I I like to flaunt my minimal or not minimal, but my limited knowledge. To make it seem like I know a lot more than I do. I see. In terms of music, at least. Because <laughs> I 
you know, I, I hop onto hip hop Twitter mm-hmm. and I'm I'm kind of big in there, you know, not not like account wise, but, um, you know, I follow all the big accounts and look at what people are saying and what people are listening to. And I realize that I do not know as much as some of these other people. Yeah. It's, some people are deep in it. It's really interesting because like before that, I thought I knew like a really good amount. And then I look at these people, and they're just like, oh, I've listened to every single album ever made. And you're like, oh, what the fuck? That's how I feel about MMA Twitter sometimes, too, is like some of these guys are watching every card like every weekend, like every single one. And I try to, but like sometimes, you know, naturally I just want to do something else for a little bit. Dude, it's hard to be a diehard. Like, yeah. It's, it's difficult. You know, you got to devote your entire fucking yeah, it's a oxygen, your whole oxygen supply to tweeting about MMA or fucking music. Yeah. Well, that's like you know that with like football or like oh video yeah. Games or anything I, I mean, I like to think I'm I keep busy with football, but I'm like nothing close to some of the best I, people. I I feel you know that way I mean? with so many things. Yeah, I just, yeah. It's it's exa- I'm exhausted as it is all the time, and I'm just like these people are doing so much. Work. But they also it's a lot of these other people get paid for it, mm-hmm. so that's a difference. Yeah. Money's um, a one heck of a motivator. You know, before I got here, I was watching uh, a video with Carrie on uh, YouTube, and it was about. Um, the like the successes of album rollouts yeah. and how they've changed over the years and stuff and um they were talking about specifically Travis Scott's yeah for Astro World and they were saying like we knew about this album 2 years before it came out and the hype was unreal through the roof and they're they're talking about like creating a world which like I don't know if you know Childish Gambino's because of the internet yep he, oh yeah he like dressed up as the character he had a screenplay for that mm-hmm. he created this whole world like and they're saying like Travis Scott like he he took Astro World, which was a closed down um, amusement park in Houston, Texas, that he went to as a child, and he took that as the basis for his album. And his whole album is supposed to, you know, be like for the kids, and it's supposed to sound like a, you know, like an amusement park. And then he um, brought Astro Fest, which he basically brought Astro World back. He had yep. like rides and the whole amusement park thing. It's just, I think that's super special, is to have like this, this certain. Um, atmosphere along with your album. I love that. When you can create like a whole experience based off of yeah. just one collection Wasn't of Wasn't he on like Fortnite for a little bit too? Yeah, he's done. He, did, he, was, doing like, he was doing like virtual concerts, I think, yeah. which was the pandemic broke out. I was like, this is the coolest he, thing. That's funny. He's getting the bag with his crazy brand deals. And as, as ridiculous the Fortnite thing was, it was really good. Yeah. Like, that was the only time I've ever downloaded Fortnite, and I don't regret it. I, I hate Fortnite, but I had fun watching other people play. Yeah, yeah. that was that was like <clears throat> we were actually just talking about this recently, which is really funny. But I was just met, saying to Tyler the other day, yeah, how, was, like that day at work, he's like, I gotta download Fortnite tonight and watch this Travis Scott concert. Like he was yeah, like, he so was fucking for dogging it. me about like fucking liking an artist. <laughs> Ooh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I mean, you dog me about my artist too. Yeah, like yeah, every... you're you're an Eminem fan and somehow you still haven't like, you know, flipped out on your mom or punched a hole in your wall. <laughs> <laughs> Real cute, Tyler. Real freaking cute. Yeah, yeah. somehow I haven't done that yet. I don't no, know. But... I I don't know. I feel like I feel like the bands I listen to and the music artists I listen to are like me throwing my rage around with not without actually like throwing punches or things. Like I listen to corn all the time. Like I shouldn't listen to corn and like corn with the backwards R. Yep. I shouldn't <laughs> listen to like stuff like that as much as I do, but I do. Oh man. Um I was thinking like in terms of the album rollout thing that I was just uh talking about, um, your boy Eminem. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about his just randomly after watching that video. He like just doesn't do it. Yeah, and you know what though? 
I feel like a uh, <clears throat> revival had a lot to do with that because if you go back and listen to that, this might be a, a controversial opinion to some people, but if you go back and listen to that album, it's really not bad. Like, it's not a bad album. He's telling a different story, like, from a different perspective than he does for most of his albums. And he he literally starts off the album with Walk on Water, which everybody shit on. Um, but that song is talking about how all these expectations now for him are ridiculously high. And everything he does is just going to be thrown under this microscope. And for Revival... The criticisms of the album started before the album even came out. Yeah, that's true. Which was like a very interesting thing because so many people just turned on it before they even had the chance to listen. I to did. The full I thing. you know I will definitely take that that punch. Mm-hmm. I definitely did. I mean that was at the point where I was like, all right, Eminem is just getting monotonous and cringy. Yeah. But, you know, I still don't like that album. Mm-hmm. It's definitely my least favorite thing that he's ever touched. Oh, there, there's no but, problem with that. Um, the one song where he samples Zombie by the Cranberries. Yeah. Is it um, In Your Head or something like in that? In Your Head, yep. That song is, like, really good. Mm-hmm. But I was listening to it, and I was like, I think it's more of the production on this song is so special because the, he used the sample so like just so well yeah he and used he, it really well he uses those really like old rock songs mm-hmm. super well he and uses the stuff he loves that's which something I think he is knows cool. that's really well that i i really appreciate about his music is like when um what was the song on uh i think it was marshall Mathers lp2 um uh was the one with they, no. no, um, no. that's Dream On. Oh yeah, or yeah, not, yeah. um, not Dream On. Um, Sing for the Moment. Yes, for, yeah, from him. Right, but right. they sample Dream On. Um, there's a couple ones he does on MMLP too. Um, are you talking about for Berserk? No, no, because no, no, no. he has the Strokes on Berserk. He has, um, that Love Game sample. I think it's uh, Rhyme or Reason. Oh, um, with know. um, Time of the Season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By by the Zombies, ironically. Yeah, is it? Yeah, that's that's um, who the artist is uh, for that song. But yeah, there's no run. Yeah, he does stuff like that really, really well when he crafts music, which is cool. I think MMLP two was like the last really just fully solid Eminem project. In yeah, my opinion. I could agree with that. Um, I've liked his last two a lot. I've I like this perspective. Going back to what you were talking about before, I like this perspective he's doing of just dropping albums and not giving people a chance to like pre-react to it yeah you know because like then people can i feel like his last couple have been more well received because of that because people are just listening to it and they're like oh like i didn't have time to like look at this beforehand well a surprise drop is a surprise drop when it hits everyone's like oh yeah yeah you know when you when you get a single out there and then people base their whole view of an album on that single Mm -hmm. then it's it's harder to really you know capitalize on that but you know even um bringing it to like playboy cardi and whole lot of red yeah that was hyped up for the longest time and that album and i know that almost everybody who's listened to it can say was a pretty big fail Mm -hmm. i personally i think there's what like 20 songs on that album i think i liked about eight or nine of them yeah and the eight or nine were really good and they were almost like not classic cardi but like you know, a fuse between classic and then new. Mm-hmm. And he is going for a new sound, which is really cool. But I think he didn't even release a single for that, and it still flopped. And I just think yeah. people were expecting Die Lit Cardi, and it just didn't 
Yeah, and and it was such a shame too because Cardi's such a talented dude. Like he has so much good music out there, and I still think he's going to have such an amazing career from here forward. But whole lot of red was so talked about for so long that it, even even though like you're right, it was way way below expectations for that album. But like I don't know if there was going to be a way that it met them. Like. Astral World for Travis is one of the few that I know that has lived up to like that kind of long term hype when it happens. But yeah, it w- it was a shame for Cardi with that. Yeah, the, uh, the deluxe for Whole Lot of Red is supposed to be coming out fairly soon, mm-hmm. and that's kind of going to be like uh, what uh, Lil Uzi did for Eternal to Take, which yeah. is like his leaks and um, like real feature heavy. I think so. I think that's going to be more of like a fan service. That might have been my favorite album from last year. Was what, Eternal uh, Take? Eternal Take. I love that Just album. original Eternal Take? Or yeah, the that, add-on? Or, that original one. And I don't know if it was because of like – because rem- remember we were like – I think we were at Edson the other that day. Yeah, and we, we were, were like scrapping and we were like yeah, listening to Yeah, we were going to, to the scrapyard and I was like, he dropped it early. And, I, and I don't know if like – I don't know if it's because I liked that day so much. Like because it was just a chill day that like we were listening to that or like – whether I like the album, which I think it's – I'm sure it's the album because I've listened to it since then. But, like, the combination of those things sometimes makes for such a good experience for an album. The first time you listen to an album, you always remember where you were. Yeah. Oh, like, 100%. I remember the first time I listened to Astroworld. Uh, it was one of the most amazing nights of my life because I was <laughs> waiting for this album that was teased for two, three years. Yeah. And it was the day of. It was like a national holiday for me. Like, yeah. And uh, me and Matt, Matt was still living at the house, and me and Matt just went out in the back with my speaker and we just like smoked a blunt and like listened to Astroworld and I was just like losing my mind. <laughs> I was, you know. It's the best feeling sometimes. <clears throat> it really just is. Who are your top five? Do you have like a top five? Oh man, my top five changes like daily. Uh, you know, number one, Travis. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, Kanye. Um, Kanye is so good, and not not enough people appreciate him these days because, like, I think he's a loon. Yeah, yeah, which he is. Like, he's out of his he's out of his damn mind. Yes and no. I just I think he just has this different thought perception that when when you when you are different, I think people view it view you as crazy. Yeah, and, and like. Like I'm not saying that some of the stuff he says is not of you know, I don't. It's weird, but yeah, <laughs> uh, he definitely has a different perception in life that a lot of people just like, yeah. can't handle. I don't agree. I don't. I don't agree with everything Kanye says, and nobody ever will. No, um, no. But I still think that everything Kanye touches musically is literally so destined good. for greatness. It's so good. The production is on another level. Yeah, his sampling is unbelievable. It's so good. Um. So back to the list. My number three would be Cuddy. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four might be Denzel Curry still. He was in my top five for a while. Denzel Curry's dope. If you're um, out there and don't listen to Denzel Curry yet, listen to Denzel Curry. He's so good. Yeah, start with uh, Imperial. That yeah. is the album to start with. He's an that icon is, living. That is the easy the easy living one. Yeah. Um, I really can't think of my fifth, honestly. I mean, it, you know, the, the fifth spot's destined to change all the time. All the time. I don't know. I mean, like, it's hard for me to gain a top five because I listen to so much music and my music intake is – you know, unbelievable. Yeah, that, mine changes all the time too. You know, I recently listened to this album that is so far away from what I, you would ever think I would listen to. Um, Charlie XCX. Oh, you told me that you Her listened to album, that album, dude. 
Okay, so do you know who 100 Gex is? Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so Dylan Brady of 100 Gex did the production on, I think, one or two songs on that album, and it's hmm. it's hyper-pop. Like, it's, That's cool. It's weird. It's weird, and it's it's definitely not something that I thought I would like. I And I only listened to it because of the recommendations on hip-hop Twitter. They were mm-hmm. like, this album's a fucking 10 out of 10, and I'm like, okay, I'll listen to it. Yeah. And it started out, I'm like, this isn't what I expected like at all yeah and then i like listened to it and i was like eh. and then i listened to it again and i was like okay and then i listened to it again and i was like all right some of these are bangers yeah charlie xcx is awesome she's very solid <clears throat> that hyper pop genre is weird and i think that that genre is going to blow up in the next three years yeah it really might it's going to be odd and people are not gonna embrace it at all that's but... where music's going though right now is like everything i feel like has been done and it's shifting in this direction where all of a sudden, it's moving into, like, these weird, like, synthetic-sounding things because that's where we are at this point. Yeah, I was it. just about to say, um, surprisingly, I randomly came across a snippet of her new album or something, mm-hmm. and it's, like, synth-pop, which I'm only getting these subgenre names from the comments on right. the videos because they know all about it, and I'm just like, I'm here because the music, you know? <laughs> like. You know, all of them are like fandoms. They got fan cams on Twitter, and they're mm-hmm. like, eh, "My my girl Charlie." I'm like, I, "I like that song." Yeah, like it's you know, it's cool. Like, you know. good job, buddy. But it, it is interesting, and the evolution of music, like you were saying, how music is just gonna keep moving forward. The evolution of music is one of the most interesting things to watch. Yeah, because if you if you look back, you you know the big songs from the '80s, the '70s, the '60s. You know, you know the big songs, and if you keep moving up and you look at the number one song from each year. Mm-hmm. it's interesting to see how music is just constantly growing. And there's really, I've, I've looked at it, there is no, like, progression. It's like, it could be rock, and then it's, like, disco. Yeah. And then it's, like, then, like, two generations later, it's rap, and then it's, like, like pop. Like, mm-hmm. there's no, like, soft progression. It's just very hard jumps. Yeah. It's <clears throat> weird because it always just seems to, like, come out of nowhere when it happens. Yeah, and that's that's something that I'm... Like, I have thought two different things that are very opposing is that, one, music has kind of hit a wall creatively, creatively mm-hmm. because we've done everything we can do with sounds. But then I realize, as I'm hearing more and more, that we haven't. Mm-hmm. And that it's going to get weirder, but then it's going to become more accepted because it's going to be around yeah. more. It's like how... I... <sighs> I always when you when you bring that up, I always think of like T Pain and where I was where I first heard T Pain because when that auto tune sound came out from him, like that one specifically in like R and B and hip hop, no one had heard that yet. Like that was such a huge thing. And now so many songs are relying on like certain autotune or uh, or auto tune or pitch correct like techniques. <clears throat> For just some of the effects that they have with it. So, like, he started – it went from this one person doing it to all of a sudden, like, oh, Kanye's doing 808s and Heartbreak, which is all, like, this auto-tune, like – Underrated album. The underrated album. Like, especially now if you go back and listen to it, underrated album. That's a nine. And then Kid Cudi drops um, Day and Night on MySpace, and no one had heard a sound like that before. 
Like that was something so new. Day and night is still a very weird sounding song. It's to me. so good, even though. though I've heard it a thousand times. Every time I hear that, boop 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 boop, like I'm yeah. like, what the? You know, it's but just like, it's a very odd beat. That MySpace version of it specifically too is very like because it was you. You know how um how music sounds when it's like just a demo version of so, or something yeah, like that. Like raw. And so it it, it sounded yeah, yeah. so raw, but it's still like. You hear all of who he is today on that, and it's, like, just the coolest shit. Like, to go back and listen to it now is the coolest thing, seeing where he came and where hip-hop's come since then. you've obviously listened to Man on the Moon 3. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that album? It's so good. I don't think I ever heard your thoughts on that album. I think it's one of the best albums that's come out. I think it was the perfect just ending to this whole saga of just— you know, Man on the Move one and two were some of the the best pieces from Cuddy. So good. You know, Cuddy has had his misses. Yeah, and that's he something has. that's that's kind of hard to admit mm-hmm. because Cuddy is like one of those artists that like are like protected. Yes, you know, their you know opinions on Cuddy are very protected. Like, especially you know, with how like, much he's I don't been like through. Cuddy, and then everyone's like, "How could you not?" Like, yeah, you know, Cuddy is like the savior of rap um, in a lot of people's eyes. Um, but I think Man on the Moon 3 was definitely everything that people needed and wanted from Cuddy all at once. That That's one of those albums that lived exactly to the expectation of it. Like, it lived exactly where I wanted it to be. I was just listening to, because um, after we talked about um, rappers that had passed last week, I was listening to Pop all week. I was listening to Pop Smoke all week. And um, I re-listened to that song he that Cuddy did with him on the album. Um, with, show out with yeah with getters on that too right no it's it... um it's pop smoke and skepta 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 not getter um and that's that song was just like good and i remember when i heard that on the album that's one of those ones that i'll always remember where i was when i heard that song. show out was definitely that was like the weird one because that was the one that didn't really fit in yeah and then once you listen to it a couple times you're like all right yeah, yeah. this is definitely part of the album but still to me that's like one that i'm like it doesn't totally belong, but it works. Mm-hmm. And it's weird because, um, you know, a- after Pop Smoke dies, you you know, you you hear the shit that's coming out now, and you can tell it's just snippets. Yep. Like, I don't know if you heard his new song, Fashion. Yeah. Fashion is one that I enjoy because it's a Pop Smoke song, but mm-hmm. you can tell that that one was like three lines of a snippet, and they just kind of looped it they over and over. They just looped it together, yeah. But then they put that Polo G verse on there, and just like, it was the most amazing song. Yeah. Ever. That's a great song. Mm. So that actually is a good transition point to the game I want to play with you. So okay. last week, I don't know if you listened, Matt, last week. Bits and pieces. But I Bits did, at the end, I did a little like game show thing with Julian Dom on relationship statistics and things mm. like that. So this week I wanted to do something with Tyler. and I like this idea. I thought that because Tyler is such a huge Travis Scott fan— that I would give you four lines to a Travis so- uh, song uh, eh, to a Travis Scott song. Oh, I can say that. I promise you, I can say that to a Travis Scott song. <laughs> um, I'm gonna get that like mind block, and I'm not gonna know. I don't. I, th- act, I think I you're gonna be way better at this than you I'm think. Gonna think. I'm gonna feel. Stupid. And these were and like. If it helps you at all, too, I was going through these and I was thinking, like, this are, is going to be way too are easy. Are they deep cuts or are they? They're not, like, the deepest cuts. 
They're not so the deepest cuts, no, but they're none so of the like medium, medium, like none medium of the cuts. Three hundred and seventy <laughs> songs I have downloaded. No, it's not. It's not anything super. Super, super. It's not like, like the one where he has like one that. line on the Migos song. No, I, no, I no, no. That. I wouldn't give you um, stuff like that. <laughs> but like some of it is like obscure album ones that like pe- you may not listen to as much. And then like, is it features or is it? Some of them are features. All right. Some all of right. them are features. So I have like one into one or two in here that um, are features from other things. God, thinking of names of songs right off of lyrics is going to be difficult. But let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. So this is the first one I have for you, and this is gonna be this is gonna be hard for me too because I'm gonna want to rap the lyrics and I can't rap the lyrics. Oh, and anytime I get to the word I can't say, um, if I have that listed, like if here, it's in the title, yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say brother or like oh okay, yeah okay. or like or if it's in the title, I will also just like blank it out. <laughs> so I'll, like if it's the title of the song written in there because I think I have one like that. Okay, so here's the first one for you. I'm in that four-door by myself. Know it's a hundred more brothers outside. Know they gon' ride till the death. Had some good years. Ain't no way I get tired. Is this the hot remix? It is. All right. That's it. Ooh. Ooh, right off the bat, you got that. I'm in that four-door by myself. myself. No, there's a hundred more brothers outside. No, they gon' ride till the death. Hey. It's so funny because, like, I have the lyrics directly copied and pasted. So, like... Throughout like the bars that I have, there's like little it's lit, and then it's like <laughs> on the side of it, which is like super Straight funny. Um, I like I like the new one that he's got, which is let's go. Yeah, um, I think you're gonna get this one really easily. <clears throat> you might fear my ideas when it's time to pop pills and pop sales. When I run a fire drill, you're right here. Every time we drop out, we drop chills. Oh my god, I hate when you say it because I can't think of how it goes. <laughs> Can you say it again? Yeah, of course. You might fear my ideas when it's time to pop pills and pop seals. When I run a fire drill, you're right here. Every time we drop out, we drop chills. I know you. Is know this, this Beebs one. in the Trap? No, but you're in the same. You're in the, the same, same album. You're in the same album. I'll give you one more guess. Is there a feature? Um, at the beginning. Is it the one with Cuddy uh, through the late night? No. So, okay. Damn it. So what if I do it like this? You might fear my ideas when it's time to pop pills and pop seals. When I run a fire drill, you're right here. Every time we drop out, we drop chills. And oh. I tell you, ain't nobody yeah, out here going hard for you. Yeah, it's coordinate. Uh, coordinate. coordinate. Damn it. Dude. I know. It's hard That's to. That's such a weird spot in the song. Yeah, too. I wanted to like pick out certain ones that like that was a good might one. be a little hard for That was a really too. good one because I did know that one, but I couldn't place the, the melody. And it's hard when you're not thinking of like the melody with yeah, it, too. Yeah. That's why it's so hard is, for me not to wrap it. This is a good one. This is difficult. Okay, cool. Yeah, that, yeah, that one. Yeah, now that I got coordinated, I can hear it. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, next one. Now I'm thinking about this new girl and she doing pop. Want to know my dick longer than a pinnacle box? Tired of seeing these black kids on the face of Fox and fuck CNN. They don't want to see us win. win. That is pray for love. That is. With yep. The weekend. Yep. Sure is. That's a good one. That's a good weekend. I was that rapping they have that together. along with you, dude. Like, myself. <laughs> I know. I knew there were going to be some of these ones that you were like, "Yep, got this right away." I'm like, know exactly dick, where it is. Like a Pringle box. <laughs> that line is just so iconic. That's just uncomfortable. I feel like a Pringle Pringle can. Dip? Pringle Pringle cans are huge. Like that's that's like a really really Pringle can syndrome. Yeah, that's is a it, no, that's a burden. Do you to think it's one of the snack size ones? 
Oh, it could be like, like that. Like the three yeah. inch. I don't know. Super wide, three inches tall. <laughs> <laughs> like, is that even the a girth? Track? The girth is unmatched. <laughs> Cancel me. <laughs> no, I think I think there's been worse things that have been said on the air. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. Um, next. Molly and Codeine and my Fanta. It's a lot of dreams in my Phantom. Work for me. I'm so handsome. I just slipped a bean. Oh my god! I just slipped a bean. Oh my god! I know it too. Is it? It sounds like rah rah. It is, is rah rah. Okay. You got it. Right. Yep, that's rah rah. Or rah rah. Molly Codeine. I, I was thinking of that high voice. Like, Molly and Codeine. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Uh, okay. They just want to hang like my brother, Mr. Cooper. I'm so ahead of my time. I could, sh- uh, could I show up any sooner? They said I fucked the roommates, so you know it's just a r- that just a rumor. Have you ever got stoned with your motherfucking jeweler? This is an older one. Yeah, it's from rodeo. I think. Mm, maybe some type of rodeo. I know it too. It's like they just want to hang. Oh, damn it! Um, I might have to just throw a blind guess out. I'll give you a is hint. Is it not from Rodeo? It, it's from before. Ow. Oh, it, days before. Mm, hold on. Yeah, hold yeah, on. Yeah. I've heard it Oh, God. This is a hard one. One of your other is all-time favorites. Is it Skyfall? Favorite. Yes, it is. Yes. I was going to give you, like, one of your other favorites that's are also on oh, there. Oh, yeah. Young Thug's in my top five. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's See, there you go. That's number five. Bad. That's number five. You could throw that in there. Shout out Young Thug. He's no, absolutely four. I'm pushing awesome. Denzel down. Yeah. Um, I say, uh, okay, next one. I say when they come at me, I bet they have some backup. I bet I take your bitch. She take that dick straight up the stasher. Ugh, that's a weird line. Keep an ounce of that garlic just to keep away the Draculas. I just seek out to find my home. Why can't they leave me alone? Apple pie. Yep. Oh man, I can't this believe you got that one, dude. All I thought about was the last line and how it went, and then I thought of the last, the next line is, "I don't want your apple pie, no mama." And I was like, "All right, I got it." <laughs> I'm telling you, he's so good with that stuff is, like that's this. That's phenomenal. That's yeah. a deep one, man. That, yeah, I fa- that was that was one that I was like, he may not get this one. But yeah, I that to one because I don't know the lyrics word for word on that one, and like especially on that part, that's like a really hard part because mm. he just kind of says some weird shit, and you're like, "All right, <laughs> <laughs> all right." Um, this uh, this one might be really really hard for you. Okay, ooh we like hot sauce. Hit her with the mood like hot sauce. One two three like hot sauce. Shake it real fast like hot sauce. Is this one ketchup featuring Ty Dolla Sign? No, yeah, that's it. No, it's hot sauce featuring Ty Dolla Sign. <laughs> this one is a staple in the Dan and Tyler working po- together. playlist. Because we would just work together, and every once in a while, he put it on. And it's just the dumbest song. Like, we just start like, screaming so hot like sauce. Just screaming it. And, like, and I was like, I was putting this together. I was like, oh, I got to throw this one in there. <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> okay. Um, actually, all oh, the titles in this one, and I didn't even realize it, but I'm still going to say it. And hope you don't even hear it in here. Heard they talking shit about I, who, what, when, and why. I'm just alive. It took one to revive. Keep that vibe when we show up and collide. This song comes a lot uh, on a lot when I'm working recently. 
Just because it's, you know, how, you know, YouTube algorithms is like, oh, we're going to play the same song every day for five days. Mm. This is who what. Yep. That's so, who what. That is who what. Yeah, oh, yeah. my God. You're so I, good at I this. I knew it on the first line, too, even before they said it in the song. I was like, I've heard this song so much in the past week. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next one. We up all night from dusk to dawn. It's always popping. I fell in love, fell out of love. We both had options. I played the drums. She rolled the drugs. I rocked the club. We both throw up. That is a personal top five of mine. That is hell of a night. Ooh, no, it's not. What do you? It's not hell of a night. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, no, it's not. It's okay, not. Okay, I associate those two songs. It's Drugs You Should Try yes, It. Yes, it's Drugs You Should Try It. Yep. That is, yep. that is totally my bad. All right. <laughs> no, you're I good. Associate those you two look so shocked for a second. You were like, wait, what? <laughs> I associate those two songs so well because they both sound almost the same. And yeah. they both have kind of the same vibe. So No, very good. That was a good one. You corrected yourself right away. Um, this one is one I actually found from you. I'm the one, number one. I finally found my home between the moon and the sun. Every time we come around, just know it move and it run. Man, it's crazy. All my youngins got to move with a gun. If it helps, this isn't from one of his albums. Is it's, it a leak? It's a it's a cut from someone else. I can I I I, I can't recognize it, but I'm gonna guess. Is it um, out for the night? Part two. It's not. Give it another guess, though. I'll, I'll say it one more time for you. I'm the one, number one. I finally found my home between the moon and the sun. Every time we come around, just know it move and it run. Man, it's crazy. All my youngins got to move with a gun. Damn. Oh, man. I don't. I don't. That's Dreamcatcher from Metro Boomin's. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm the one. I'm the one. I'm the finally yeah. found my home between the room. I was and trying the sun. to find that melody, and yep. that is yeah, that is a very uh, obscure one. That was a good one. Yeah, that was a that was one that I was yeah, like, you got me on that he one. Might, he might get this one, and he might not. But I heard that one from you the first time I heard that. It. Album, That's a great cut. That album is so unbelievably well mixed yeah metro Boomin, the phenomenal producer the transition from only one interlude to lesbians by gunna and young thug yeah is the most insane and in, like transition ever so good um okay this next one i gotta remember to bleep out the title throwing dead prize in my living room Taking shots, feeling bulletproof. Flood my rolly, told my bitch, let's go snorkeling. Out in blank, trying to get in her organs. Portland. Portland, yes, sir. Uh, from Flood my rolly, told my bitch, let's go snorkeling. That's a, and that's from an album we were just talking about, too. That's from More Life, More Life by Drake. Again, very underrated album if y'all haven't heard that one. You'll probably get this one, too. Ain't no control in the gang. They never leave. I got tats over my veins because that's what I bleed. I literally just heard this song. I just heard it. Is it from Jack Boys? Um, no, but you're close. Like, it's a feature with somebody. So, like, it's two people doing collabing on a song. Oh, the irony of this would be staggering if you don't get it. All right, hold on. Say it again, please. Ain't no control in the gang. They never leave. I got tats over my veins because that's what I bleed. Ain't no control in the flows and 
Oh man, I even know the next line and I can't think of the name of the song. <laughs> this is Oh, it's the worst one that happens. Hold up. All right, one more time. If I can't get it You're this good. time then. Ain't no control in the gang. They never leave. I got tats over my veins cuz that's what I bleed. I'm drawing a super blank. Is it with Don Tolliver? No, it's not. All right. No, it's not. Okay. Yeah, tell me. Oh, you're going to hate yourself, I know I'm going to hate myself because I literally, I know the next, like, three lines. That is Travis Scott and Kid Cudi, the Scots. Oh, my God. I knew you were going to hate The funny thing is, when I was thinking of shit, like, that that song just completely never showed up. Ain't no control I just, in the I game. I kind of forget they about that leave. because it was just like an offshoot single yeah. for an album that's not coming. Like, that's true. It's a great song though. I don't. A lot of the times I skip that song now because like I'm just kind of like over it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yeah, it's not as good as other things. <laughs> yeah, I think you'll get these next two for sure, okay. but I'm not sure. <clears throat> Dozing off then Zannies just popped a bandy. Wave rock like Atlantic, froze like Atlantic. Party in the of uh, the Spanx. Damn, that's so outlandish. She gonna make it clap, clap, throw them bands. And then there's an up after the band. <laughs> throw the bands up. Uh, is it upper echelon? Yes, it is. Okay. That is upper echelon. That was one that I really could not place it, and I was like, Argh. We so fucking hot, upper echelon. Yeah. That's a good one. All right, last one I've got for you. All righty. Jock turned the flame. Now he's rolling on an Addy. 50 on a chain. Another 50 on a caddy. He might pop a pill. Pop him a sill. Pop anyone. Pop anything. Pop anything to find that alley. 90210. That was like, I wasn't keeping exact track, but I think you got 12 out of 14 of those. That's not bad. That's ridiculous. That's really good. That's like absolutely ridiculous. I could have done better. You Travis about? Scott, if you're out there, find this man and like give him a pair of like your Jordans, dude. Like he <laughs> he needs them. He absolutely needs his <laughs> his Travis. Air I one. need some recognition, my guy. Yeah, <laughs> Tyler's out here like single handedly marketing for you in Buffalo, bro. I am the reason that your brand deals are succeeding. <laughs> the know. amount of Travis Scott meals I bought was single, less than 10. Single-handedly so bought your McDonald's meals all the time. Don't say less than 10. Really make him believe. Like, you bought right, more than 11. He he was knocking at drive through windows at, like, 3 a.m. going, like, like, come on, please, let me get more. Let me get more, please. Like, he, Dude, he didn't give up. You see the kids were, like, stealing the, the signs yeah. that said Travis Scott meal on. <laughs> It, I was like, that's probably going to be me in like three days. I'm like, Ridiculous. I'm like, am I risky enough to just run into a McDonald's and like tear the side <laughs> off the window? I contemplated it, dude. I was like, this might be an unhealthy addiction. Yeah. I mean, eh, you know. I might finally be getting rid of the, the huge tapestry in my room because Carrie said that can't come with us. Oh, come on. To wherever we're moving to. Where we get a place. Yeah. She's like, you can't take that. Yeah. I said I'm gonna put it on a flagpole and fly it outside. I mean, you could give it to me too yeah. if you want to just like donate it to charity. That's like the one thing people look at and they're like, "Oh, you're that guy." And I'm like, <laughs> Fucking yeah, I'm every white kid ever. Oh my god, <laughs> all rolled into one. I love it. Um, are you on socials if people want to find you? I know you're on Twitter. Uh, let me uh, link my Twitter because that's the one that you can find my insane ideals on. Uh, I am at 
Brown underscore Tyler one. And my name is T with a carousel. And my account is decorated in Travis Scott. Yep. You'll be able to tell it's him right away from <laughs> Yes, that. yes, yes. Like that is immediately. That is my uh that's my uh Twitter where I you know, spout my Twitter, uh my music Twitter uh thoughts yeah. and it, and trolls a little bit, but yeah. that's good. Yeah. It's always good to have an internet troll out I, there, I too. complain about random shit <laughs> at random times. Don't we all, though? It's like 3 a.m., and I'm like, why are people mad about Satan shoes? Like, I... <laughs> That's a topic for another day. <laughs> but that's we could spend a whole episode on that, I feel like. I don't yeah, know. It's all right. Oh, man. Thank you for coming on, brother. I love of you course. so much. I'm so glad you were able to do this. And oh, thank, thank you for, you for having on. me. It was a... Uh, a very very enjoyable episode yeah and you will be back like come get this music broadcast off the ground i know people would love to hear these opinions on it too dude like because uh, yeah. you're in, you're multifaceted with genres too so like it wouldn't just be a hip-hop one really consider it really think about coming back yeah, and doing man. This. i'd love to, to come back on yours and i'd love to possibly come back and start my own yeah we'll talk about it we'll talk about All it and shit all right, that just about does it for this week, y'all. Next week, I have my good friend Alejandro Gomez on. We talk more acting. We're going to talk nerdy stuff like superhero things, and he's a huge UFC fan, so we will be talking more MMA next week. Until next week, happy Easter. Enjoy your wonderful, wonderful weekend and wonderful, wonderful week coming up, and we will see you next Saturday. Bye-bye, guys. We're gonna have to come up with a plan. Hey, why don't we try leaving through one of those spooky-looking doors? Wait, whoa, whoa, doors like an exit door. Yeah, maybe we should get on that. Hold on a second. These doors are labeled. This one says Dracula on it, and this one says Beware of Zombies. That's probably the exit. And the last one just says Nekagrima. Mm, tough call. Mm. I got an idea. On three, we're gonna open them all at once. All right, let's do it. Ready? One, one two, two, three. three. That's scary. scary. Damn, that's scary is our new favorite podcast where we talk about all things horror. Tune in to get the latest horror news, long form movie reviews, and all kinds of other scary shit. Mummies, wolfmen, vampires, chupacabras, lizard people, impolite Canadians, we do it all. So if you like horror podcasts, and we know you do, check out Damn That Scary new episodes every week. And remember, keep it spooky.